Saturday. I apologize for not being on, but hey, as I keep saying, life happens. And as it happens, you keep rolling with the punches. But guess what? Got another phone. I can do it on my phone. I can do it from my laptop. I can do it wherever I go. So God is with me. Thanks be the Lord, for whom all blessings flow. Now, tonight I want to talk to you about John 14, 14. John 14, 14 says, Ask anything in my name and I will do it. Now that is the word of God. Ask anything in my name and I will do it. And for some reason we put so many limitations on the possibilities of things that God can do in our lives. The obstacles that God can move in our lives. The situations God can change in our lives. Because we want to stay in our own knowing. Again, life is given to us according to our own beliefs. So if you don't change your mind about a thing, a thing will never be able to change. Because it's only with inside of you the thing is the way that it is anyway. My question to you is, why do you, or why do we, because I don't even want to separate myself from you, why do we put so many limitations on what God can do? After God has said, ask me, anything and I will do it. I would love for you to give me some feedback and allow me to get into how we're thinking because God is for us. God has never been against us. I look at all of the things going on in the news and I really, I really can't just really look at TV like that, look at the news like that. First and foremost, because I truly believe in God. I don't a little bit believe in God and allow people to see me and say anything to me. Who God has been to me is my own revelation. What God has shown me throughout my own life, nobody else can flip that, change that, and recreate that. Not for me. I don't, I just can't believe anything. Number two, the God that I know is an unconditional loving God. I don't know about some of these other gods that's being taught out here. And, I'm, and, and I want you to understand this clearly. It is given to us according to our belief. But the truth has always been written in our heart. And for some reason we disregard our heart. And we continue to stay within our head. And it's only logic there. It's only problem solving in your mind. That's it. Love comes from your heart. Thinking comes from your brain. And it's a sad thing that we're so caught up thinking that we don't have enough loving going on. We're overthinking, underthinking. A lot of us not even thinking at all. Easily led into slaughter. Easily following the words of someone when the whole ability is with inside of you to pick up the book and read. My blessing came from the Bible. My liberation came from the Bible. The reason why I can forgive people and love people is because of the Bible. I cannot see anything that God has created. And I want you to know God has created it all. Every living thing. If God can freely love me in my midst, because I, I came and told y'all the story about being in an abusive relationship. I believe I told you the story about doing cocaine every day, drinking every day after my mom passed. 
with cocaine before my mom passed, but then drinking really became an issue with me after my mom passed. And even in what we may say it was my darkest hour, I've never been without. And that is the truth. And I can't take nothing from God. Everything I've wanted, I have always had. He has been more to me than I have been to myself. A father. You know how we dream of having fathers in our lives. And it took me 49 years to understand that my father had been with me always. And it hurts me to see the kingdom because see the kingdom is within us. The glory is within us. It's inside of us. Revelations 2 and 6. Think about it. He says, I understand the tribulations and the poverty, but ye are rich, but you are rich. We are so rich and abundant in all of our ways, but we doubt the richness. We doubt the abundance. We doubt, we, we doubt it all. You know, we doubt if, if people are going to listen to you. If they, you know, you have to get over the hump. And that's what God told me. Get over the hump. Just do it. And so I've been just doing it. I've just been releasing videos. And every time God puts something in me, I pour it right back out. And that's everywhere I go. I choose God. That's what I do. I wear my mask. We are God. I wear my t-shirt. I shall not fear. There's nothing for me to fear. You're talking to somebody, listening to somebody that was left in a hospital. And has always had her whole life. I want you to understand who you're talking to. You cannot take away my knowing. That is my grounding. I have been in some of the roughest, toughest places you can think of. Story time. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, we were staying over to my daughter's boyfriend's house. In transition moving, so you know how the process goes. So then we in lingo until the place gets ready. Okay. On the floor.
that John 14, 14 came to me at that moment. Ask anything in my name, and I will do it. So you already know what I had. And it came to pass. I was grateful. Because about five or six people could have been burnt up in a house. I've seen some things. I've lived some ways, had some ways in my life. And I've even done some things. And that's why I can be who I am to other people. Because God was that to me. When I was in my mess, a mess, he never took his hand off me. He always deemed me worthy. He always saw me as righteous. For that, I say thank you for. And there's so many stories that I can tell. <clears throat> In the abusive relationship, that night I spoke about, that evening I spoke about, I could have died. And if it were not for the critter, my ancestors, my spirit guides working in a spiritual realm that I couldn't see to save me. I already know where I would be. Car accident. 2001. I lost half the blood in my body and my heart stopped beating five times. couldn't remember nothing. For some reason, I could remember my mom's number. I don't know why I was calling my mama. She was in her 80s. She was 200 miles away. I don't know what I thought she was going to do, but you know, you hurt to call your mama. I want your mama. I'm calling my mama. The only thing I can remember was a lady was in my room. She had on jeans and a t-shirt, curly hair, Caucasian lady. And she came in and she was just talking. She said, well, that's a pretty bad accident out there. I had to follow you to the hospital. Um, you know, you were supposed to, you know you could have died in the accident. But it's something that you have to do. But she never did tell me what it was I had to do. Never did. But she sat in there with me that whole night. I get out of surgery. And then, oh, hold on, let me go back. She sat in there with me the whole night. <coughs> I didn't even notice this. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't even notice this just now. The doctors wanted to do a blood transfusion. They had given me so much medication, they could not understand why I was just passed out. I should have just been passed out somewhere. But I'm sitting up talking. And again, I said that was God, the God in me, keeping me woke. So that my blood wouldn't be tainted. I refused to take two blank pipes of anybody's blood. I refused for anybody to tamper with what God created in me. That's how much I trust God. And it hurts me to see a nation of people who say they believe. But I will tell you what you believe. <laughs> you believe the news. You believe your pastor. But you don't believe the word of God. You don't believe John 14, 14. 
to ask anything in my name, and I will do it. I don't have a problem going getting COVID tested. My fervent prayer was, Lord, protect this vessel which you have created. This is to honor God, not to be a part of science, another part of history. Because that's what the government does, has done, will do, as long as we allow. I pray this message goes out to the masses. And I pray that you share it. And you can share it and have something to say about it. It is what it is. Because again, the only thing I'm doing is asking you, why do you believe what you believe? As a true believer, as a believer of God, someone that has seen healing take place, someone that has seen miracles happen right in front of their face, for other people and for themselves as well, for someone who will call on a name, but not really believe it. I trust God with my life, mainly because he is the person that gave it to me. And I will not leave him until he sends for me. And that's how it works. He sends for us to come back home to where love was rapidly and all is forgiven. Genesis says, I'm in the clubhouse on the phone, on clubhouse, and we're talking. And it's just amazing some of the conversations that I have in the clubhouse. We got to believe, and we have got to be fearless, and I believe fearless because the Bible says God sits on the shoulders of the government. The government don't sit on the shoulders of God. God told us that he gave us his power, sanctified us in our mother's womb and through our own faith. All things are possible. Now if that's all it takes is for me to have faith, guess what? I'm going to stand on it walk through it. And I, do you know since Corona has been here, you can only imagine how many tests I have taken to go to this event, to go to that event, to work this, to do that. No Corona in this temple, I decree and declare, and evidence to show, because I trust God. Now, can it, could it possibly? Of course. Energy is that you focus on, that you fear. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. But you consume with it. Consumption of negative things will kill you. It will cause disease in your body. Not disease. But disease your body. Worryation. Do you know most of the diseases that are out here are curable by changing your freaking diet, exercise, and taking care of yourself, which is your responsibility in the first place, not to continue on doing what your parents did your grandparents did and passing on that generational foolishness, it's time for some upgrades. It's time for the chosen ones, the star seeds, the arcturians, the palladians. It's time for 
for us to stand. Because see, there are billions of people that refuse to take a shot. Who cares about a green card? Who cares? I'm a visitor here. I'm not even from them. I'm just here. Is that not what the Bible says? So then why would I fall into the ways of the world when I know I don't belong to the world unless I give myself unto it? Now it's time for the pastors to speak life to their congregation. I went to a funeral a couple of weeks ago. The pastor stood in front of the whole church and said, this is it. This is what's going to happen. This is the end. Death. Hmm. See, that's not the Bible that I read. I have life so that I may live again. So that I may transfer back into spirit and exist always. That's what I read in my book. But an end to something? There is no end to living. There's life after life and there will always be life. In me, around me, above me, and below me. Why do you why would God create something? And then this is a great prayer to pray. <laughs> Ask God. Ask anything in his name now, and you can get the answer. God, would you create a earth populated with this many people? and slaughter us at the same time. That's not a compassionate understanding or unconditional loving God who has given us free will. Sounds like a God that's made up. It sounds like a God made by man. A God that has been constructed to manipulate, to oppress, and to confuse people. And it sounds like the believers either don't read for themselves, have not seek knowledge for themselves, they believe in words, spoken. pulpits, suits, honoring things and people. That's what it sounds like to me. Now all of that is against God. The Bible says no person should be called father because we only have one. I'm looking at a pastor on TV and his son calls him father. Who does that? I only have one Abba. I will always have a one. Even if I had, and I do, but even if I knew my material father here on this planet, would I honor him and give him thanks for being the seed of this vessel? Of course. I would always honor the thing that gave me life. But I'm gonna always honor the thing that sustains my life. My provider. Our provider. Our strong tower. The book says, what pictures could you have of me? But you walk in churches and you see pictures. People hanging on crosses. What is that about? Yeah, because we want you to honor something that's not of God. See, I'm not honoring and bowing down to fools. I did that when I was in my 20s and 30s. And I accept the fact 
but I did it on free will. All of it was in free will. Do I honor the book? I honor the book. I honor the scriptures that most people can't even recognize when you tell it to them, when you say it to them. Oh, where is that at? Because you're so used to going over the same repetition of scripture. You're so used to hearing the same story. Oh, it's Easter, so now we got to talk about the cross. Oh, it's Christmas, so now we got to talk about Bethlehem. Oh, it's... Let's get to the word. Let's get busy. Let's get busy. Kingdom. All of the people that are ready for a new life, a new world, because it's never going to end. That's the thing. This planet will be corrupted and blew up and tore up by us. Hating on one another. Building bombs and guns and warfare. Walking in fear, living in survival mode. We'll do it to ourselves. And that is our will to do so. And God just has compassion. Because we have forgotten our way. We have forgotten. We are not of this world. We are in this world. We have gotten the things that Jesus came to teach. Because we have mixed up the covenant so to make it be what we want it to be and God has stood by and watched us do it stood by and watched greed take over stood by and watched tithing continue I guess I blew the top off of that thing when I said that and I do understand that everything is free will. And I understand that churches have to operate. I want you to understand that. I truly understand that. Oh, you got the heat on? I understand that the church should, should be a place like the government is a place for you to get grants. The church should be a place for the people to come get housed, for the people to come get clothing, for the people to pay their bills, for the people. See, that's what the church should be open for, to help the people. Not feed the people inspired food, fish. You know, let me, let me cook you a fish plate and tell you how to vote. All of that crazy stuff. God is not pleased. This world that we live in is a mess because we in it. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. The Bible says the reason why hell is on earth is because we unleash it with the power of our own tongue. We are hell. And we go in and out. We swerve in and out. From righteous thinking to worldly thinking. From righteous thinking to love thy neighbor as I love myself. So she better get out my face. That's why unconditional love was given. He said, I fearfully, but I wonderfully made you. When I wonderfully made you, that means I thought about everything pertaining to you. I thought about every nook and cranny, every gift that I could put in you. I put in you. Everything. Before you even got to a book to believe in. Then you're introduced to a book. Polarity. 
not understanding that all are gods. And some of those lords in the book was the lord of their time. It's like um, goddess Isis and you look at all these goddesses and gods and goddesses of the past. And that's what the Bible is, the same thing. Lord this, Lord that. Not all the most high God. The most high God is inside of all. Does not control anything. God is a God of allowing you to make your own decisions for you to choose. That's what free will is. You be the decider. Allow your consequences to be given to you according to whatever you have decided. We don't hold ourselves accountable for our choices. We like to play the fame game, baby, it's everybody's fault. The devil is. The devil ain't bothered nobody. Everybody keep calling the devil name though. They love to put it on the devil. And say, well, it is the dark energies out here. Yes, it's dark energies out here. It's dark energies in you. But how do you choose to walk? Do you choose to walk in righteousness? Or do you choose to walk in a carnal mind? Do you choose to call people derogatory things? Do you choose to say hateful statements? That is a choice. Driven by what? Behaviors. Which we have learned. And how can we learn anything different? If the people who taught us didn't know who they were. I see some of the young kids walk around and it's God Jermaine, High Priestess, Divine Queen, you know, and on and on and on. And I say to myself, at least they honor themselves. At least they know who they are. We'll bless each other out. We will allow things to get inside of us up here that will create dysfunction and disease in our lives. Because we don't stay in our hearts and our mouth, and we don't pray John 14, 14 enough and believe in the prayer. See, the Bible says, ask, believe, receive. I gave you three things. Love, power, a sound mind. How many people pray and waver? That means doubt. Or pray and feel as though that they're unworthy. Lord, if you see fit. God deemed you fit at your perception. He deemed you a masterpiece the moment they sperm hit that egg. Now the essence of who God is and how God loves resides inside of us. It is our duty. Because we see where we at. It breaks my heart that laws are being made to take away the gift of free will which God gave. It breaks my heart to see people controlling people mentally, binding them physically. And that's at the beginning of Corona. Do you know how many people were locked up in nursing homes that were already sick, but then got locked up in nursing homes and could not even see their family? 
because of lockdowns. But now, nurses and doctors were able to go home. Doors were being opened and closed. Every building has ventilation in it. I don't care where you live, you have to have fresh air come in your home. Or you will be in what they call a casket with no air coming in. You would suffocate in any kind of beam structure with no air circulating throughout that building. And I'm not talking about air conditioning. Lack of knowledge is why we are perishing. Forgetting who we are. Why we are perishing. And who is stopping us from knowing anything? Nobody. Who is stopping us from doing anything? Nobody could possibly. When you have your mind made up, you're forced to be raping with. When your mind is made up, it ain't nothing nobody can do. You waver long enough. You'll make some things happen in your life. And I've been there too. I've slept in cold, but I had enough. But the moment I realized that God is with me, always, that's when I wrote my book, We Have Powerful DNA. That's when I wanted to write it down and leave evidence. Because the evidence was laying around me my whole life. But it took me to begin to study. I began to study, I mean study the King James Bible, the Cliff Quran, Buddhism. Catholic teachings, Methodist teachings, even experiencing churches for myself, Ethiopian churches. I've been there, done that. I don't take anything away from any religion because all religion is important. All of it holds the key. But you have to read for yourself to see it, to find it. And I can say this, oh my God, I just left Orlando day before yesterday, driving down the expressway. I see a digital billboard of a church. And on the digital billboard, it says, we are one. I've never been to a church that taught we are us. So I said, I'll create one. I will create one that shows love, compassion, understanding, that will never turn on a person and how they look, where they came from, what they have on, all of the illusions of life. My heart says if they walk through that building, things will change. And not because I have to look as though I'm better than I am that that I am. That's how I look at everybody. That that is me and I am that. We say sister, brother. I say spirit, spirit. That's all I can see when I look at you. And envision what God was thinking. 
when you were created. To find the beauty. Even though it may not be present, just sitting there for me to see it off the rim. Because, you know, lips look start to see it. And that's another thing. We judge people by how they look. Not who they are. But how you look means a lot to people. I look at everyone as being a part of the body. Everyone is important. No one is above another. I could care less what you got. Is your heart right? Are you a giver? Or are you just a receiver? You know your life will speak for you. And that's whether you serve in the light or the dark. You know, I look at the young kids and they're getting killed over absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Ain't probably been talked down to their whole life. Because it starts at home and then it spills out into the street. We got a lot of people in church clothes cussing, calling people other than their name, and telling them that they low down dirty nothings. Oh, but we get in them churches, baby. We fill them up, baby, with the brand new suits and hats. You can't roll some off. Talk about people like they dogs. Gospels. Forget to hold up a standard. Forget to be righteous at every moment. And I've seen things that I don't even think I should have saw in a church. I'm talking about the church was full. And I looked around like, I guess they hadn't read the book I read. This should not be going on in this building. What is this? Oh, this is some man-made stuff. Okay. We had to see Adam. I'm going to sit here and enjoy this show. Because this ain't going man right here, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to hold into it. Continue on your journey. But you're not teaching the word of God. You're teaching them the world. You're teaching people to judge. You're teaching and then you have to be mindful of what you teach someone. This mine right here. We have always have to be mindful. Everybody does not take information and sort it out for themselves. Some people only believe and then they act on what they believe. I'm going to tell you something else I'm proud of. The LGBT community. I'm proud of them. Because they come together to protect one another. You know how many heinous crimes have taken place because they're just walking the street, minding their business. Not even bothering nobody. Or you look at serial killers. Someone that can willfully kill somebody. And I will tell you, they will use the Bible to do it. We will use, not gonna say they. 
we will use the Bible to do whatever it is we want to do. We can justify it by a scripture in the Bible. Justification. A true reader of the Bible would listen, go home, and open up their book. And then see, it's a scripture before that, and it's a scripture after that. And that chapter didn't really want to talk about that, but this is all. Because of lack of knowledge, it is what it's been. Because you stood there and you agreed. You stood there and agreed in spirit and truth. You bound yourself to agree with something you don't even understand for yourself. guys for listening to me. Remember, John 14, 14, ask anything, anything in my name, and I will do it. Ask, believe, receive, and know that it is given to you according to your belief and every prayer, especially if you're praying for another being. They have got to be willing. God is not going to force anything on anybody. He's never been there. That's why the book says knock and the door shall be open. Now I'm going to force these to make you believe. My intentions are pure. My heart is truly right when it comes to God. The love that I have seen in my life comes with somebody that has died several times now. By man. You know, as a man. But when your heart stops beating, by God, yet I live. So, my belief in the, the person, the, the creator, the source, my isness, my being, the source of my being, I will always say thank you. And I will always be grateful, no matter what it is going on in my life. I've learned throughout my life things come so old things can go so new things can come in. Sometimes those things that we hold on to are the things that block our blessings. People, places, things, let it go. Your old life will never be able to go into your new life. Because in your new life, there's transformation there. In your new life, you're becoming a new being. You're being recreated, shifting from the inside. And that's how God works from the inside out so that the beauty of God can be revealed to others. God does not work from the outside in. The Bible says God will come to every temple. We're not talking about a church house. We're talking about the physical temple. The buildings that were never made by man. Now it's time for us to awaken 
for the revelation of who you are, who God is, and who God has always been, and who God will always be. Can unfold within you so that you can relay the message outside of you so that the seeds of life, liberation, can be planted in others. The truth of it all is destined to be revealed. Systematically, all of this will be torn down. And as you watch it tear down, be at peace because transition has to come. Better has to come through. This is generational stuff we're talking about. So as you see the transition happening, the people who want to control us are gonna try their dirtiest to do everything that they can do to control us, make things a little bit difficult for us, in God we trust. Never been without. I'm always recession proof. I have what I need when I need it. I'm happy, healthy, wealthy, loved. Born that way. Everything that I need when I need it is provided. Our cups when it's over. Always. And I want to thank God. We're going to close out. And let's say, oh, let's try one. Let's try one. Let's try one. Let's try one. All right. Let's do it. How are we doing? All right. Our Father, we come to you tonight. We say thank you for this day and all the things that you have given us here on this planet. We trust, we believe, we understand that we have fallen by our own wayside and stepped into the beliefs of the world when we should lift up, step back, and understand that you provide for us, you sustain us, you created us, you thought of us, and you love us dearly. You have always loved us, and our life is evidence of that. We thank you for all that you do, all that you've done. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for all of the messages that you bring us through others. We appreciate how you work through each and every person to give us the information that we need, when we need it. We see how you look out for us. And we say thank you. We say thank you for the protection of our homes, our families, our friends, our co-workers, our businesses. We ask that they prosper. We ask that life become blessed because it becomes clear within us that we are able to ask anything in your name and you will give it to us because you deem us worthy, deserved, and loved. We apologize. We repent. We change our mind when it comes to thinking that you don't always hear us and that you don't answer our prayers. We change our mind on that. We know that some things are not for us. And so we say thank you for protecting us from it. We know some things we're not ready for. So we say thank you for preparing us for it. We know some things come in on time. And we thank you for giving it to us. We thank you for all the positive people in our life, all the optimistic people in our lives, all of the people that we have met along our journey that we could cast the light into their dark situation. We thank you for being instruments, allowing us to be instruments to do your work here on this planet. We thank Mother Earth for provision, always providing rules over our heads, food for us to eat. We thank you for 
Taking control, taking back control for the things that have been taking place on this planet, for the greed that has taken place on this planet, for the mess that these families have gone to to keep us oppressed, to keep us in despair, to keep us depressed and overstimulated by negative news. We ask that all negative programs be taken away from us. We no longer desire, want, need to be in conviction. We ask that our hearts open so that we may receive you and so that we can rethink how we have been here on this planet towards one another, how we should be. And we thank you for all of the changes that are taking place and about to take place, not only in the government, in the churches, in our homes, in our communities, in our workplaces, everywhere. We thank you. We thank you for just loving us and showing your grace and mercy when we couldn't see it for ourselves. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for the mobility of our body, our mind. I thank you for everything that you have done for me. And we thank you everything that you have done for us. We vow to have more compassion. We vow to seek understanding for ourselves. We vow not to be dismayed. And we vow to show love. We vow to random acts of kindness. We vow to waking up with the heart of thanksgiving, being thankful for everything. We thank you for safe travel back and forth from work to the store to wherever we had to go. Even if we had to get on a plane, we thank you. See, sometimes we forget to say thank you. And we apologize for that. Because we take your love for granted. Because we know you'll always be there. And we apologize only praying when we feel desperate, feel in need. We check our feelings, our emotions. We watch over our mouths and our minds so that we may think righteous thoughts, so that we may think positive things. We watch our mouth so that we may speak positive words and that we won't unleash hell here on earth on one another. We thank you for forgiving us every time we've had to be your forgiveness. We thank you for it all. Every experience which made us stronger, gave us more, poured more into us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We pray right now that all these things shall be 
change is here. We have changed. For the better. We acknowledge who we have been 